of Internet Wonderland. I hope my voice finds you well. Welcome back to my home. This is Cheshire's Place. As always, I am your host, the melodious one, Mr. Cheshire. You can always find me in my small little corner of Internet Wonderland by clicking a like on my Facebook group page, Cheshire's Place, a looking glass in a logical madness. You can listen to this episode and all other content on anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many other platforms. And if you ever feel like dropping a line, saying hi, or giving any thoughts or suggestions for upcoming episodes, feel free to email me at CheshireLookingGlass at gmail.com. And you can follow me on Twitter at PlaceCheshire. So here we are once again, another fantastic, cold, snowy, almost desolate 30 days of night feeling in North Dakota. The most wonderful time to soar the digital airwaves. For tonight, excuse me a moment, had to clear my throat again. As I mentioned before, it is cold out there. It does mess with this old cat's throat, so... For tonight, I figure that we veer down the rabbit hole once again on the geeky side... And talk about something that is very apparent in the world of geekdom. Now, for being a geek, we get to enjoy many things. We get to enjoy the culture. We get to enjoy certain genres. We fall in love with those unique qualities that makes us geek. But sometimes... There are those who take it a little too far. Fanboys, fangirls, gatekeepers. Those who ruin 
the lifestyle of being a geek in many aspects because it just paints us in a very negative light at times. So tonight's topic is the toxicity of geekdom. Now, this is a topic that I cannot tackle alone. So I have some special guests with me. You can almost consider this as a more serious version of geeking around the table. So, introductions. The first individual with me right now, he is my best friend, he is my co-host, he is my hetero life mate, you know him, you love him, the man, the myth, the legend, Monkey. How's it going tonight, brother? It's going, thanks again for having me, Cheshire. Hey, it's always a blast whenever you're here, because even though this is going to be a serious topic, I know we're going to be laughing our asses off somewhere in this. Serious? We're going to be serious? <clears throat> serious you is... brought the wrong person to serious today. <laughs> as serious as we can I'm be. Getting, I'm getting nods of, of agreeable. <laughs> so the second person that I'm going to introduce, this is her second time on the show. She was with us for a previous episode. And we decided to bring her back. Her loves include sci-fi, horror, and all things theater. So, a nice, warm internet wonderland. Welcome back to Miss Sally Stitch. How are you tonight, Sally? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Thank you for agreeing to come back on the show. Now, this wouldn't be a geeking around the table unless if we had one of the OGs with us. And here he is, playing... The newest version of Pokemon, The Legend of Arceus. Don't sound so enthused about that. <laughs> well, because most of the time, whenever you're on the show, you're always playing that thing. Just saying. So, <clears throat> so proper reintroduction to one of the OGs of Geeking Around the Table. He is the professor of all things Pokemon, Pokemat. How's it going? Hello. Wow. As you can tell, a full-throated full endorsement of enthusiasm from, from Mr. Pokey Madigan. Yeah, it's been a while since he's been on, so hopefully we can get him off the game and actually talking a little bit. I'm still going to talk. <laughs> <laughs> we hope. We hope. But anyways, <laughs> thank you all for coming on to the show. So tonight's topic, as I said, is the toxicity of geekdom and... All of us being geeks in our own respective rights, we can all agree that the geek culture can be pretty toxic. Right. I mean, there's a lot of people that talk about it. I mean, there's Clownfish TV that talks about it, Yellow Flash, Hero Hie, a lot of YouTubers that do discuss it, and a lot of people on TikTok now getting on board with it as well. So, but before we jump into our topic... We have to do another Thursday tradition, being Monkey Coconut News. Here we go. Thank you, and welcome back to Monkey Coconut News. I am Monkey. So I got a couple of quick things here. Um, first of all, one of the most shocking things that happened this week, apparently, was... The arrest of former UFC champion Cain Velasquez, who is arrested and being held on charges of attempted murder. Um, the the news that I've been hearing about it is, uh, again, 
all, all quote unquote allegations because no one's been officially tried yet. But the uh, person that uh, Cain Velasquez was attempting to kill uh, apparently had, um, let's let's say in a nice way, essentially uh, assaulted uh, a relative of his, and apparently the guy got out on bail, and he was with his mother and stepfather, and apparently Cain Velasquez. Uh, Chased him down in a high-speed pursuit and fired his gun off at them, hitting the stepfather. So so that is why he is currently in jail, being held with no bail. So that's the first bit of news. Um, again, not going to make any pre, pre-decisions on anything here because, again, no matter how much of a potential scumbag this other guy might be, he still has allowed his fair day in court, so... Uh, second bit of news is uh, one of the other big, big things in, in the wrestling world right now, which is Tony Khan has purchased Ring of Honor. So uh, the news on that is is apparently he has bought the, the Ring of Honor trademark, their film library, everything about them. And apparently the talks are it was about 30 to $40 million he, he spent to buy that. So this is a big... Uh, thing with everything going on, and he was—he's been kind of trickling in Ring of Honor wrestlers in there, anyways. Uh, but also now the things have been coming up that there's a possibility that with the AEW Ring of Honor ownership, that there might be some possible jeopardy with the uh, the uh, Ring of Honor Supercard that was supposed to come out as the returning Ring of Honor happens. So they will hopefully keep us abreast on that and see what goes on with that. Um, another bit of news, this one kind of in the uh, geek area of things, is that uh, apparently Funimation's uh, film catalog has been slowly trickling into Crunchyroll's stuff, and that the plans from Sony, after they, they purchased Crunchyroll last year at $1.175 billion, is that they're actually going to be getting rid of the Funimation brand and going straight into as Crunchyroll. So... That I would assume is to kind of clear up any of the uh, debauchery from the Funimation information and hopefully, quote unquote, start a new Crunchyroll. But again, a Crunchyroll isn't as squeaky clean as some people would say. So, and that is the uh, the, the news on Monkey Coconut News today. Thank you, Monkey. Now, <clears throat> now we can all agree in terms of the Funimation merger going into Crunchyroll that. In a way, it's almost good for business because of everything that did occur with Crunchyroll, the casting couch. You mean Funimation? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Funimation. Sorry. Yeah, but the casting couch issue, um, the leaked um, Dragon Ball uh, voiceover stuff. Right. They they quote-unquote tests and whatnot they were doing. Yeah. They are playing around, basically. Yeah, those were horrible. The sacred ointment is still funny, though. (laughs) But anyways, <clears throat> oh, and don't forget the uh, referring to uh, uh, go. Yeah, I can talk. Goten as a bundle of sticks. Yeah, and you mean as compared to Gohan and Chi Chi possibly um, being from Alabama? Yeah, yeah, we're not going to touch into that one either because that's bad. But if you want to listen to those things, you can easily find them on YouTube. They're still on YouTube. I'm surprised. Yeah, oddly enough, they are because I know uh, Funimation was was in massive. Uh, Copyright strike for a while there. Well, some people managed to still get it. Yeah. So you can find it. 
So <clears throat> I think it's time, as Nux Taku says, we get into the meat and potatoes of tonight's mm, topic, potatoes. being the toxicity geekdom. Now, we can all agree that we have all seen our fair share of gatekeepers. Right. And I could probably say that um, it's kind of been, it's kind of a little couple of things I want to say personally. It, it's not the quote-unquote gatekeeping of the old guard Some a lot of times. There's a lot of this weird mixture of the new people coming in that then try to transform it into their own thing. And then they try to gatekeep everyone else out that's not part of their new guard thought process, I would say. No, I fully agree on that. What do y'all think? Like, yeah, you, yeah. you know, y'all, y'all can talk. It's, it's okay. I, I would, but I... I guess let me, uh, I'll start with a good example, like uh, Dungeons and Dragons. We'll take uh, that for instance. Okay, well, okay, so we'll be able to put it into a context that you'll understand here in so, a second. So look at it this way: so when Dungeons and Dragons first came out, obviously the the geek fandom thought process was highly shunned. Obviously, so you know it, it was the the butt of a lot of jokes, and then now that like the geek fandom has become more, I guess you can say, mainstream. That's attracted other people to get into it because, hey, it's mainstream, it's cool, I can be cool if I'm part of this. Now, some people are coming in and then they see, okay, so here's the set of rules that they have. Well, they come in and say, I don't like the set of rules. I want to do it this way. And then, you know, they're like, well, I guess we can do that. Yeah, sure. And then they say, okay, now I want to do this. And like, I guess. And then they say, well, now I want to do this get carried away with it pretty much yeah and then it gets okay. to the point where like no you can't do that it's like like what makes you say i can't do that if you don't like it you should leave it's like all right that makes sense so this it, is my party <clears throat> first you can't keep me on my own party so think of it this way i'm going to put in an analogy that pokemon's going to understand okay so out of all the generations of pokemon that you have played and you've played every single last bloody one of them which one do you think is the best one my opinion, I think uh, Gen 3, the Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald games are my favorite ones. Now, think of it this way. Think if they did like a remake of Ruby and Sapphire, which they did. And other people were like, hey, I like this one better. Let's see if we can change it this way. And then they introduce more Pokemon. Instant block. <laughs> <clears throat> see, in a way, that would be a form of gatekeeping right there. Okay. Because... Okay. Then they say, okay, this is the, the new one. This is what you should play. And you're like, well, I don't like that one. I like the old one. And they're like, don't well. I like the old one. Since they're like, well, then you can't hang out with us and you can't play Pokemon no more because you only like the old one. You don't like the new one. I mean, I did kind of like the little extra stuff they did, but. But that's the thought process. Of, okay, of, yeah, I understand that, yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> so, in, and also in a way, it's the same for theater, too. Everywhere, <clears throat> yeah. So that, that would be gatekeeping. Now, let's take the concept of gatekeeping that we know of right now. And let's apply it to other genres. So let's say, for instance, comedy. Because there's a lot of gatekeeping with comedic movies. Right. Whether it's rom-coms or just slapstick, what have you. And there's a lot of toxic fanboys and fangirls relating to comedy. Like... Take, for instance, if you take a look at old school 90 movies. Mm. Actually, we're going to put it in a better context. This one's for Pokemon. 
because you're a huge fan of Adam Sandler movies. That's a good example. Yeah. So take a look at Adam Sandler's earliest movies. Name three of them that you like. Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, and I want to say The Water Boy. Yeah, we'll go ahead with that for now. Now, what people would do as gatekeepers, we'd be like, all right, if you're a true Adam Sandler fan, name three of his movies. And if they mentioned Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, and Waterboy, automatically the gatekeepers would be like, oh, you're not a true Adam Sandler fan. What are his other movies? Well, the, let's see, Anger Management, Big Daddy, Little Nick. I like Little Nicky. Big Daddy was. You, you don't like Jack and Jill? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to go there. Just walking out. <laughs> I had to go there. That movie again. It is not a movie. <laughs> it doesn't exist. The like only I say. person who can play that role is Robin Williams, which yeah. he did with Miss Doubtfire. Yeah. And Tyler Perry with Medea, <laughs> which the new one I saw is funny. Just go watch it. But what yeah. about Martin Lawrence in Big Mama's House? Okay, forgot about him. Yep, him too. Yeah, see, you can't forget about that. So we can also, like, in terms of comedy, I mean... Well, what about Eddie Murphy? In, oh, yeah. In the Professor. Yeah, true. Oh. And Norbert. Norbert. Yeah. Yeah. So, Norbit. Norbit, Norbert. I don't... Bit. I don't care. It was one of those movies I didn't like. <laughs> I like all of Eddie Murphy. I like a good majority Eddie of, of Eddie Murphy's category, um, catalog for movies, but... That one I couldn't get behind. That that was just bad. So, Miss Miss Stitch. In terms of theater, what can you give us about gatekeeping? Oh, jeez. Um, anybody new coming into auditions, and they get the oh, what what have you done before? Nothing. Oh, you, why are you even here then? If you haven't done anything. They get that kind of question all the time. If they have done something, they're like, oh, it was just in high school. Hmm. Right, right. I mean, there's a lot of it going around. I mean, let's even go further. Because fantasy. Fantasy movies, comic book movies. I mean, we can easily take a fantasy movie like Lord of the Rings. And everyone's going to have, like, massive opinions on... What makes you a fan? Right. And then just blow it out of proportion. Like, what do you prefer? Do you prefer the animated or do you prefer the live action? There's an animated one? Yeah. It's the greatest movie ever. Oh, God, yes. It's like, and we work, work. (laughs) So live action or the animated animated one? Which would you pick? Uh, I would go with the animated one. Just because... I've never actually watched a live action one, I'm, and I'm only saying this because not because I dislike it, but oh. because it was ruined for me by my Sorry, my, no, my I didn't second mean the girlfriend. Live action, I meant the, the actual one, or is that the live action one? The live action one. So the one that you're thinking about is the live action one with the trilogy. Yeah, Fellowship, Two Towers. You like the animated one more than that one? Oh yeah, it was great. So, Ralph Bocci <clears throat> style. You have to watch the animated one to understand the type of artwork and everything that went into it. Like it is phenomenal. Now, just as like like I go with both. I enjoyed both. You know 
He goes both ways. Yeah, Live it. action and animated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, screw you, monkey. Anyways. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Don't even start. But anyways. <laughs> Before we move on, did you ever watch the like, little mess-ups they had in The Lord of the Rings? Where in the background there was like the starting car, then the city floods because of the big trees, and you see a Mountain Dew bottle floating. You ever see that? So, me, I didn't get to see the deleted scenes, but I know Miss Stitch has because whenever it comes to Lord of the Rings and the live actions, this is her jam. But your animated movie didn't have those in it. Thank God it didn't. It wouldn't make any blaze sense. They didn't need to make that mess up. That's why. <laughs> so <laughs> they, they didn't need set directors to keep track of everything. <laughs> exactly. So Miss Stitch, seeing how like you're a huge Lord of the Rings fan. So and I actually noticed this um, with um, Stephen Colbert mm-hmm. because he's a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Mm-hmm. Like books, movies, anything and everything. He like. You ask him the question, he's an encyclopedia. Like, for you, Miss Stitch, would you consider yourself almost like an encyclopedia of Lord of the Rings knowledge? No. (laughs) I enjoy the films. I tried reading the books, and I haven't even made it to Tom Bombadil yet. Wow. (laughs) And that's the hardest part to get through. So, in scaling between, like, being a casual fan... And being, I don't want to use the word obsessed. What would be the best term for this, honestly? Obsessed? No, no. Passionate. Passionate. There we go. Passionate. Where would you, how do you feel you fall into it? Not quite to the passionate part. Um, I love these movies because of the artistry, how much work was put into them, how beautiful they look, and how it still holds up, even after all these times with all the special effects, all that. And it's just a great story. Okay, yeah. So I'm like, if I got through the books, I probably would be more that passionate, but I'm like, not Stephen Colbert passionate. (laughs) No one can ever hit that level of passionate. (laughs) You'd be surprised. Well, we know you and Adam Sandler I'm talking about other people, but... But, (laughs) anyway... Well, well, you got to give him the credit that he's not that passionate because, again, he he says, you know, the one movie doesn't exist. Yeah, that is true. So if he was a super passionate, borderline obsessed... It's like the... He would be like, oh, that's one of his great movies also. Yeah, true, but nothing can get the funk of Jack and Jill out of his catalog for anything, just saying. You still mention it just now. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the he who must not be named, she, whatever, I don't know. So that actually brings up something. Thank you for bringing that up because I know me and Monkey were talking about it a little bit. And this is another issue with geekdom, with, you know, toxicity. The shipping. Yes. The The shipping. Like, okay. Well, well. Before we carry on, just in case, because there might be some people who've never heard of the term shipping. Yep, yep. Go for it. Okay. So the term shipping essentially means that whenever they present a couple of people, whether they be characters or even real life people, some people make in their own little thought process that these people are a couple, and they want them to be acknowledged as a couple, regardless of whether they are or not. Mm-hmm. 
So, Miss Stitch, because you know she's she's got that look on her face. She she's got some some thoughts on it, right? Now, go ahead, go ahead, Sally. I know you want to say something. Do it. I don't even know where to start. (laughs) Just start wherever you need to. But this is the reason why this would fall under the the toxic fandom part, because the shipping is one of those toxic pieces of it. That, again, some people can look at it as one. Some people will say that these are the true fans because they're so passionate about it. While others will say, these are not true fans. They only like this because this is what they want to see happen, even though it doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. So, go ahead, Sally. Well, okay, so I'm a huge Supernatural fan. And they actually mention it in the show, um... I don't remember which episodes it is, but there's a it happens a couple of times um, on like the oh gosh I think it was like the 300th episode like they end up being at a high school and the school is doing a production of Supernatural where there's like a real life couple on stage and it's Dean and Cass that they're playing Dean and Cass and they're like why are they why are they so close he's like because they're dating and then he's like. <laughs> But they actually talk about, like, people writing the fanfic about them after reading, like, the Gospel of Chuck and stuff. And it, it's just it's sad that people actually do that. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, there, there's been, like, even, I, I think Pokemat may have one in mind. Go on. No, 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 because think of it this way. And this is alluding back to Pokemon, because... Or, or even some Adam Sandler movies, because you can say, hey, some people might see, let's say, you know, the 51st Dates, was it? Yeah. Oh, crap, that's one. Yeah, well, a lot <laughs> of people are saying, that. hey, yep. they should be a real couple because they played a couple in a movie. Yep, so... And people get on, just like, even while taking them to a sci-fi movie, for instance, Star Wars, the, 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 the recent trilogy, there were what people were calling the... Uh, the what were they the, the Raylos, where they were shipping you know Kylo Ren and and Ray to the point where they even started sending, um, what's his name oh, George Adam Lucas Driver. not George Lucas what Adam Driver yes Adam yeah. Driver they were sending Adam Driver's wife threats because they're like you shouldn't be with him he's supposed to be with Ray yeah that's that is a, obviously a sign of the toxic fandom of shippers that's not me. Also, chair. Yeah, and it it well, gets it my knee. <clears throat> so it gets even crazier because, like, in TV shows, they do a lot of random shipping too. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's been a couple of Family Guy like fanfics where Stewie and Brian actually hook up, which is kind of kind of wrong, like inner species of Roger. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. Species of Rargo. Well, both, both. But it's all. But people are like, "Oh, they should be shipped together." Like, no, no, it shouldn't happen that way. It's him and the bear. Come on, him and Rupert. Yeah. Well, that that's been alluded to. But you know, there's a lot of them. There's even a lot of cross genre type shipping that we could even easily find. Like there was. Now, mind you, 4chan is a great site. To, <laughs> I'm using quotation marks on this one. It's a great site to read some of these fanfics. 
What kind of stuff do you look at on the internet? Hey, whenever it came to researching this topic, I had to look up some crazy shit. Pardon my language. But, you know, we're still trying to keep it PG here. What's the name of that again? Which one? Uh, 4chan? Weird site you like looking up at. Yeah, 4chan. 4chan? Yep. Oh, you're actually going to look it up? I want to see what... crap you're into excuse me so this also goes in the terms of rule 34 (laughs) for those who do not understand what rule 34 is if you can ship it or if there's a relationship to it or if it rule 34 is i'll go for it it exists there's porn porn on the internet that's rule 34 how do we spell it is it like the actual so the actual four c-h-a-n dot com so Mind you, well, Pokemat <laughs> broadens his horizon on this. Uh, that kind of reminds <laughs> me of when we broadened Miss uh, Pistachio's horizons last week by <laughs> introducing her to what uh, Axel Braun was, or who Axel Braun was. So it was a great audible gasp, and I and I called it. It was amazing, and now this is the time that we take a moment in the show to thank our Lord and Savior, the Master of Geekdom, <laughs> the one who is ten times better than John Favreau. And yes, I am saying that this is true. Axel Braun. So, Axel, if somehow you are listening to Cheshire's Place, a looking glass in logical madness, on behalf of Internet Wonderland, we would like to say thank you, Axel Braun. Thank you, Axel Braun. And Miss Stitch is just laughing away at this. I want to picture a CEO of the 4chan. That's definitely the face of someone who would make something like that. Oh, no. So, so here we go. Because No, no. Keep it up. Keep it up. Uh-oh. So I'm going to give you a simple one to look at for this, for shipping, because there are, you know, we'll, we'll even go with Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter, Draco Malfoy. Hermione. Hermione and Potter. Potter. Yep. There might even be some with Ron. Yep, Ron and Harry. Oh, oh the, I meant Harry and or Ron Draco. Just type in Harry Potter for the search. And you'll find a lot of them. I just typed this all in a Wikipedia, so I don't know where to go from there. No, no, actually go on 4chan.com. Oh. And Miss Sal- Miss Stitch is about to help him out with this. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, well, they're doing dot that. Org. Yeah, dot .org. Yeah, dot .com, dot .org. But anyways, go ahead, monkey. Right, so while they're looking that up, again, this this does fall into the the toxic fandomness of the shipping. Now, again, uh, not only has it gotten to that point of where they are threatening real-life people, uh, but they're also tr- threatening, like, creators of shows and whatnot, in- including, um, say, for instance, uh, the creator of uh, My Hero Academia. Yeah. Because there are so many crazy shippers in there where they w- are shipping, again, um, as much as, you know, some people will say it's not a wrong concept to think of you know um a homosexual lovers but whether shipping bakugo and deku the two two male characters in the series which again when they're not getting their way they are sending threats to the creator of the my Hero academia comics among us <clears throat> all right so miss stitch she, she found something fun apparently no no, no. Go, go ahead go ahead it scarred you didn't it hmm? Yes, it did. <laughs> okay, so give us a brief synopsis. Of what I it didn't is. even see it go into anything because it was. Just did, did you get into the Voldemort Harry Potter ones? 
<laughs> you got to remember what? the oh. neighbors. Sorry for cussing. I didn't mean to. <laughs> what? Why? So, fanfics. Because the thing is, so many people are obsessed with certain characters and they want to put them in... I look at comment sections and I didn't like what I see. Yeah. Is that, is that all I'm supposed to be looking at? Is that comment picture of the people that I post up? Because... I'll put it this. I'll put it this way. Like, like this is showing the true essence of toxicity. That is not what I saw. She didn't even get past the ad. (laughs) She got an ad. She's like, "Whoa!" I don't ever want to see that again. So (laughs) I'm going to have the virus scan on my phone now. (laughs) So this is the thing about about shipping because, as I said, it just takes different characters that aren't meant to be together. In the basis of the story, and fans, and I use that loosely, and I use right. quotations, fans will just create this whole storyline of them being together. And then there's some, okay, most that are on 4chan and Reddit and other sites that take it one step further and make it an actual sexual relationship. Yeah, I took that one step further. Yeah. Yeah, that just ruined that RC scheme for me. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you looked at Pokemon. No, ones. no, I was flipping through whatever. Sure, comment. I didn't even know what I was looking at. <laughs> it's like, I didn't know what I was looking at. I was looking at comments, whatever it was, and then I saw it. I'm like, well, that kind of ruined it. So, oh no, it, it gets better. Like, mind you, Roll Thirty Four. If it's if it exists, there's porn about it. Even I'm on Four. Glad I didn't find the actual thing. Oh no, no, it gets better. There's also pictures of certain Pokemon I'd or some. I'd rather not. Well, yeah, here's a side thought. The amount of porn of Pokemon okay, outweighs no, more than no, most no, other series. No, that, no. that is a scary fact. Just to let you know that. I got one better for you. Don't so, ever mention that again. So, you know, Machamp, Macho. I just bought, I the, just pre-ordered a new game. Come on. So, so here's the thing. And oh, I, I already know what you're about to say. I know. No, there's a designated. I saw it a week ago. Yeah, the designated fan group for Macho. No, I just saw the picture. No, no. So this isn't relating to the picture at all. So there is a designated group of fans that actually have a dedication website to Machoke because they feel Machoke is sexy. Now I'm going to sell all my games. (laughs) (laughs) He says that, but he's he's actually going to go home secretly and be like, I can never give you guys up. I'm sorry. I I don't mean that. Once I'm done, I'm, getting, I'm selling everything. No, you're not because you're getting you're Scarlet getting Scarlet. And and oh, I am. That's the worst one. I'm done. <laughs> it looks stupid. What? You, you don't want the Donald Duck or or, or Red Totodile or or or, or no. Weed Cat? No. no. <laughs> I like the Weed Cat. <laughs> it does. No. Come on. But make sure he keeps us all four of his feet on the ground. The don't, graphics nope. may be cool, but no. <laughs> you know, everyone's going to pick the Weed Cat as soon as it comes out. Oh, so. No way. Yeah, it's Donald does. Duck, dude, all the way. I don't know. Because we, we've never had a water duck before in Pokemon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just had this. That's why I, I looked directly at you. I'm yeah, looking right not, through I the middle area. Those games. You know, again, well, as a collector and an avid fan of Pokemon, there's going to be a team that you're going to want to run with on that one. Damn it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Damn it is fine, but anything else yeah, beyond that. Yeah, don't use that. Bowers like standards. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> standards, that ain't it. That, 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 they're, they're just throwing out names. Scarlet, ooh. That's hey, color, technically. But, but anyways, you know, that's actually a form of 
gatekeeping in a way too. Right. I mean, everyone has their preference for everything, right. but sometimes it goes over the hill. Like we can even relate this to comic books. Mm-hmm. Which one is better, DC or Marvel? Which characters are better? What you know? Who has the better product overall? And then those who are getting into comics, oh, you're not a real fan if you don't like this character. You mean like America Chavez? Yeah. Yep, like America Chavez. Like Safe Space and Snowflake. Those are actual real characters that they have in DC Comics. No, no, they Safe Space and, 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 and Snowflake were actual characters that were going to be in that New Warriors comic. Oh, yeah, That Marvel. never came out, or it, it did, but it didn't. It disappeared. Yep, yep, yep. Apparently, yep. it never came out because of how much flack they got for that. Yeah. I'd give them flack, too, for that. It, it was, yeah. It was kind of crazy relating to that. So, what's another one? What's another good comic book one? The Archie comics. You know, the grocery store. <clears throat> the grocery store? Yeah. What? <laughs> you don't grab a little small Archie comic book? Oh, you're saying Archie oh. comics at the grocery store. Yeah. I thought you were saying that there's no, a comic the book called com- the grocery the store. I'm Archie like comic at the grocery store. You know what? It's actually bad because they actually did ship Archie and Jughead due to the Riverdale series. And that's why most of those series should not be put on TV. Wait, they did what? Yeah, there were some people that did fanfic for Riverdale okay. shipping Archie and Jughead. Because, oh. you know, they're best friends. And, and, and again, according to Converse TV, anytime anyone are friends that are same sex, they cannot be just friends. They have to be more than that, according to some people. Yes. And that's, again, the part of the shipping process that people are doing. So, Miss Stitch, what is your take on shipping? I mean, it's okay to a point, but like, if you get obsessed over it and you're like, Pushing that onto everybody else—that's when it's like, stop. Yeah, Just that's, stop. Yeah, that—that's an agreeable concept there. Which, unfortunately, some people aren't in that concept. It's the this is how I think, so everyone else should think this way. Exactly. And that's what makes it so toxic. Almost like, you know, like Dobby Britney Spears song, "Toxic." Dun, 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 dun. I, I was almost thinking about shipping Dobby and Smeagol because there were some stories about that too on 4chan. <laughs> And she's imagining it. That's the sad part. And she's like, oh, God, why, why? My precious. Just don't shine a light over there because that will reflect a, everywhere. That's all parental lock on your TV and your computer. Dobby has, Dobby oh, is no, free no. elf. No, Dobby no. loves Smeagol. But yeah, my precious. No, he's not. Yeah, I can picture that. That would no, be no, no, one no. hell of a conversation. Dobby would be like, Dobby would <clears> be totally like, like, Dobby's a free elf, even though he loves Harry Potter. Because Harry Potter made him free. But but he loves Smeagol, too. Because Smeagol has a ring. <laughs> we don't want to discuss... He wants to put the ring on it. We, we don't want to discuss what type of ring it is. So we're just going to leave that be for right now. <laughs> All right, but so... We also have Gollum in the background. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yep. So technically, does it turn into a three-way shit? You know what? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Toxic Fandom 101. Yeah, exactly. You're getting a crash course right now. This this is exactly how it works. But uh, unfortunately, this would not be as joking as it would be. Because it would be more of a serious conversation. 
like saying quote unquote because they would be like, no, it has to be these two. It can't be them. They they don't really matter. They're not that important. They're, they don't love them. Not like Smeagol loves Dobby. But 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 you know then then Gollum shows up and Bilbo shows up and it's all yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of fur and 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 skin and, and glow time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're going to burn in hell for this episode. He will, I won't, Already so. was. <laughs> but anyway. It, it keeps us warm up here in North Dakota, okay? So. Yeah, true. But, you know, <laughs> aside from shipping, because, I mean, even in comic books, they literally will ship people that you wouldn't expect. And, and sadly, now these days, it's not just the fans that are doing it, it's the writers that are doing it. Yeah. Because they are not even looking at half the old stories and just kind of going on their own direction you mean you mean like the love triangle between scott gene and wolverine and actually shipping wolverine and cyclops together and showing them in bed yep yeah that's actually a real thing yeah it's it's a sad sad scary thing and now i'm not saying it's sad because it's it's a homosexual relationship or even a bi relationship but it's just a sad thing that they are just throwing out any of the lore That'd be like saying, hey, you know, uh, Black Panther never really loved Storm. He actually really wanted Luke Cage the entire time. You know, you have a point there. And Sally's looking at me like, what? Why does your mind work that way? Oh, no. Feel free to (laughs) chime in if you want. That's perfectly fine. (laughs) Welcome, Matt. How's it going over there? I'm good. Okay. You, you think about some uh, some some Voldemort there? Nope. No. How about some Draco? No. Nope. Um, I'm I'm thinking <laughs> he's. No, I'm I'm thinking he's playing Pokemon. He's thinking about Ash and Brock. But he's not on. Pokemon. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> no, 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 no. Stop that. It's not that. It's Garchomp and Garnivore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm part of a group on Facebook, and I see mainly Gardevoir, and I got out of that. You know, it's because we love you, man. You know, we love you, man. Through my phone, when I saw one picture of that. (laughs) And you know, actually, if you want to see something really great, I don't want to see anything. No, no, just listen to this. This is actually kind of funny because um, there is a YouTube channel called Drunk Oak. And he, he, he does a lot of these, like, real little, little goofy kind of stories. And, yeah, he, he sometimes is kind of leaning it into that almost Rule 34 area. But then there's the point where the carnivore that keeps showing, because there's a kind of a long-running story, where the carnivore that keeps showing up is actually a male carnivore. But obviously they still look like the same. Yeah. So, to the point where the, I can't remember what the daughter, what kind of, what's the, what's the pre-evolved state of a carnivore? Um, Matt, you would know this? Curlia. Curlia? Okay, well, the Curlia shows up, and every time, like, the Garnivore is, like, setting up on a date with, like, something or some other kind of Pokemon, the girl keeps showing up and says, like, Daddy, stop wearing Mom's clothes. <laughs> wow. It's a wrong ring gag. It's <clears throat> great. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> but, yeah, it, 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 it's really funny, and it's obviously to poke fun at, you know, the obvious, you know, People doing the overly uh, rule thirty fouring of these Pokemon, but 
it's just a good, good fun joke. Yeah. Especially with B-Doof. B-Doof is always fun. Oh, Jesus. He's the best. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Dorkley's take on, on Golden B-Doof is pretty interesting. All praises to the almighty B-Doof. B-Doof. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Speaking of B-Doof, did you see what they released? I think it was last year on Pokemon Day. They had a, a B-Doof appreciation video. You should look it up. It's actually on the Pokemon YouTube channel. Yeah. Check it out. It's great. Okay. He'll probably do it after this. But <laughs> it, it's very actually cool. Uh, it, it never. This is safe, obviously, because it's on the actual Pokemon web's uh, YouTube channel. Oh, I know. So, do you know? Are you looking up Sally? No. You should look it up. It's great. I have no idea how to even spell that. <laughs> Just look up uh, oh, Bidoof. <laughs> you still have that page up. You got to close that page. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bidoof is B I D O F. Is it one O or two O's? Uh, one O. If I remember correctly, but <clears throat> continuing on because wow, we we haven't gotten sidetracked on this, but good lord, our eyes have been opened. Wow, you can see clearly now that you used the eye bleach. Yep, we're gonna okay. need eye bleach. Yeah, we're gonna need a lot of eye bleach after this, especially Pokey Matt and Sally because they braved 4chan and opened it, opened up that Pandora's box. <laughs> Now I gotta release some things on my game from now on. Pleasure. Language, language. Sorry. Remember, PG show. PG right. show. We're no longer doing the, <clears throat> you know, like the, the um. No, no more Irish trucker sailors. Yeah. So we're no longer doing like the Sa- the Sammy Sunshine clause. We're not doing the Alley Simple clause anymore. We're just trying to keep it all around PG now. Granted, if things do slip out, then they do slip out. But that one slipped out. But yeah, sorry. but we're not trying to do like a full on like swear word. You know, this guy. How about that? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, so, you know, it's just because I'll be mad. Okay. So, Sally, uh, now this is going to be an experiment in oh. shipping, real quick. Which two characters out of any genre would you ship together? Wait, wait, we'll do it this way. Imagination. <laughs> <laughs> had to do it, had to. No, I was waiting for you to do that. Huh. He planned that. Oh, yeah. I didn't plan that. He planned it. How dare you manipulate me like that? <laughs> I know I said it earlier, but I think I actually would ship Cass and Dean from Supernatural. Okay, I'm just wondering why. I mean, granted, Cass is Cass. And I mean, Dean is... anything more than that? <laughs> <coughs> Those I can, two bring out the best in each other. I can see it because, you know, Cass is kind of aloof in himself sometimes, and Dean tries to be the quote-unquote macho man all the time. It, it, it can be done. I see it. I see mm-hmm. it. It's the opposite of track thing. Okay, I could see that. Until, you know, Dean starts dancing to Eye of the Tiger, like... Oh, that's the best part. Best scene ever. All right, Pokemon. Out of any genre, just as an experiment here, who, which characters would you ship together? And it doesn't matter if it's video games, comics, movies, TV shows. Which two characters would you ship together? Which two characters have to be game? It can be movie, anything? Anything. 
for all we care, you could do Garfield the cat and like one of the one of the characters from Happy Tree Friends. I don't care. Sally got that reference. Anyways. Wait, wait. While you think. Don't. About to make me cuss. I don't want to do that. All right. What do you got for us? Uh, Toth and Sokka from Last Airbender. Actually, a lot of people have did that one. Yeah. There's actually a lot of actually quality fanfic about that one. actually say he fathered one of her kids. That is one of the, that is one of the rumors, honestly. So it is a possibility. And they do have that chemistry because, you know, they, they play off each other pretty well, especially the whole, you know, like, look, there it is. Where? That's like, exactly what it would sound like if I could see. 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 Uh, what do you got, Sally? I see those wheels turning. Do the thing. You got to do it to me. You got to do it to her. I did it to her earlier. We'll do it again. All right, hold on. All right, what you got, Sally? This is going to be a weird one, but Carmilla and uh, Trevor Belmont from Castlevania. Actually, that's a good one. Intriguing. <clears throat> I could see that. I mean, one's a vampire, one's a vampire hunter, you know. It's the reverse of Dracula and his wife. Yeah. It's the the vampire and, and the human, and as as they said in Princess Bride, ah, true love. You know, I could actually see that one working, but it would require either Trevor becoming evil or Camilla becoming good. That whole opposite to track thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's that weird fling. Yeah. Nobody talks about. What? No one, no one <laughs> talks about it ever? Ever? All right, monkey, huh? your turn. What wait. you got for us? Wait, 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 you got to do this to me. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> the hell's that? Hey. <laughs> hell's not a bad word. <clears throat> you can ask Danhausen. He says hell's not a good word. That is true. Anyways, any genre. Oh, any genre, any genre. Uh. Hmm. You're doing this putting me on the spot thing. Yep. How dare you? Easily. Hey, look at that. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Come on. Uh, <clears throat> all right, well... Here's a weird, crazy thing. Okay, what you got? This is going to be a weird, interesting cross-promotion thing. Okay. Just only because I looked up and I saw pictures and I saw things in my head start doing this thing. How about Hisoka from Hunter x Hunter and Wonder Woman from DC Comics? I mean, honestly, thinking about it, Wonder Woman is a little bit manly. It's not even manly, no. See, Hisoka is not attracted to men... He's attracted to strength, right. potential strength. Right, so... Of course, seeing Wonder Woman... 
is the a potential god. strength, or you know, at least a demigod, apparently, kind of depending on you know, depending on whose origin you're reading. The potential strength and the strength of one woman would be obviously something he would just be insane over. You know what? I I could actually see that. That's right. You will see it. Uh, mind I'm you, I'm gonna go write the fanfic right now. You know what? Probably at the end of the show, once people start listening, they'll probably actually do it for us. It'll probably be up on 4chan by the weekend. Maybe. Who knows? You know, there's probably already a fanfic about Hisoka and Wonder Woman somewhere around there. Probably is. Who knows? I'm surprised you didn't hit the crickets on me when I was thinking. No, 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 no. I was being nice. Why would you do that? Don't be nice. I'm evil. <clears throat> very good, very evil. Whatever you say, Wilhausen. Anyways. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. I but get money. <laughs> All right. So I do have this interesting idea. Uh-oh. Wait, wait, wait. No, wait, wait, wait. <clears throat> How about you, Mr. Cheshire? Who would you ship? How dare you bypass us like this yeah. runway? No, no, no. You, you got to answer just like we did. He, he's got the, I he, am. He, he I already did. I'm music. about to answer. Oh. So my interesting concept here is something that would just be completely out on left field. Because I would take a comic book hero with someone from, like, a fantasy. Comics could be fantasy. So I'm thinking Jon Snow, you know, Game of Thrones, Song of Mm -hmm. Fire and Ice. Um, I would ship him. With the Witchblade. Intriguing. I would do that. I would find some way to either bring the current Witchblade back in time to that period. Or cross the stories to where there was a Witchblade involved in Game of Thrones. Or, interestingly enough, because as you brought it up, how about Geralt and the Witchblade? I would say Geralt and um, the Angelus. Mm, I would think more the Witchblade. She's the Witcher, she's the Witchblade. Yeah. Which which is which witch. But also, just for the hell of it, I would do like... I would do like... um, God, what's that character's name again? Talking about the darkness? Well, no. Well, he's going to be involved in this. It's becoming an all-painter three-way? Actually, wow. (laughs) Just the anime series. Look it up, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think I would take this a little more interesting because, um, and Miss Sally can help me with this, Aragorn's love interest in Lord of the Rings. Arwen. Arwen and the darkness. Elf and a demon, somewhat. Somewhat. Oh. So I think that would be interesting. Because that also plays into the creation of dark elves in a she, way. She, she's giving the crazy look at us, like darkness from legend. No, there's no, a- no, no, no. So not not Tim Curry darkness. Mm-hmm. So the darkness is a comic book character from Top Cow, and it's a mobster by the name of Jackie Estacado who finds out that he's in this long line of individuals that get possessed by this entity called the darkness. And the darkness is part of a somewhat of an unholy trinity. So it's the darkness, the witchblade, and the Angelus. And they're all meant to meet and cause Armageddon. So the darkness, he controls these little creatures, these little darklings. And they all have like 
crazy ass personalities. He goes around killing. It's a great comic book, <clears throat> but it's essentially if if you ever read the Witchblade comic, it's the male version of the Witchblade. Yeah, so it's the best way to put it. Just a lot cooler, in my opinion. And, and obviously, because since they're both from the Top Cow universe and both created by was it Sylvester? Yep. Sylvester? They actually did kind of intermingle some a little bit. So um, that's a that's a light in, in more ways than one. Yeah, I mean, so, Witchblade. So, so there was no fanfic needed for that one. Yeah, the Witchblade wound up pregnant with the Child of the Darkness. So that's interesting. But and then, and then the the the, uh, the orc showed up and was like, "I'm attacking the darkness." Yeah. Cast magic missile. <laughs> Lightning bolt. No, Lightning I bolt. have gray eyes. I, I, I wrote down I had green eyes, but now I have gray eyes. I want gray eyes now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If you get that reference, <laughs> you win 100 internet points. Carry on. Even though we don't give those points. Doesn't. I can give the points. It just means that you just can't redeem for anything. This is like whose who's line is in any ways. We can give out the points, but the points don't matter. Exactly. <laughs> Is Pokemon confused? <clears throat> we we cast confused on him. He got confused. <laughs> All right. So continuing on because we're getting slightly off track. The reason why I brought up which characters would you ship? Because a for the characters that you mentioned, would you actually believe as of right now there are fanfics related to those? Very possible on some of these and b would you believe like in terms of like Cass and dean that one is one of the serious hardcore ones that people would literally go to war over like there have been people who have made threats to other readers about their fanfics and it's insane to think about, honestly. You know, I understand wanting to write your own creation. I understand wanting to pair people off. I mean, actually recently, actually last week, I read a story about um, Sebastian Stan. Because people wanted to ship Bucky and Sam Wilson from Falcon and Winter Soldier. Because, you know coming of age tale two guys that hated each other that became best friends it, it's buddy cop is what it really is yeah but people again as we said before just because they're friends people think that oh they gotta be more than friends mm-hmm. so more. it got yeah it got to the point where sebastian stan actually put up a twitter talking about this saying hey these characters are just friends that's all they're meant to be. Take a look at the comics. Take a look at our show. They're just friends. You don't have to go around trying to make them a couple. Well, people got so upset that they wanted to cancel Sebastian Stan for those comments. How bad do people have to disagree with something that is factual for their own thoughts and views? Pretty bad. To want to cancel someone. That is the character. And that's the other thing. People can't differentiate characters mm-hmm. with real people. Again, going back to the Raylos. That all the, the craziness with, you know, sending death threats and harm threats to 
Adam Driver's wife because, oh, he's Kylo Ren. You should not be near him. It should be Ray. Right. And then vice versa. Some of the other things, uh, apparently, I know uh, uh, Daisy Ridley got some crazy things, too, saying, you know, when they saw her not being around Adam Driver or something else. It's just the insanity, I guess you can say, is the, the kind way to put it. Yeah. Of people. Go for it, Sally. I was just going to say, Star Wars has had a lot of that kind of thing yeah. with the new sequel trilogy that came out. I mean, there were all the people that were wanting Poe and Finn to be a couple throughout the whole thing. And then canceling, uh, God, what's her name? The chick from Mandalorian. No. no, no. Oh, that's um, the one, too. <clears throat> no, she came back. I know who you're talking about, the, though. The one from the sequel trilogy. Yeah, the, what was her name? Oh, Something yes. Tran. Oh, yes. Carolyn Tran? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, again, that's another one of those crazy things because, yeah, that was, again, that was the uh, over-insert, I, I would say, from other things of not just the character, but also the supposed threat she got from some other things also for just being Asian, apparently, but... Again, the, the, there's been no no receipts on that from what I've heard, but right. of her getting those. But I can see the 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 threats for her, quote unquote, showing that she had, you know, some kind of feeling or relationship toward Finn. While also, if you really think about it, in the initial reason why Finn is even on this thing, other than you know trying to escape the the uh, the the order or whatever I first order that same thing too when I first saw those it movies and that was was he was yeah he had the hots for for Ray and that's why he was all like don't don't mess this up I, I want to go with her you know and that's why they got the little thumbs up lighter you know like <laughs> yeah exactly so again that's again it's an overreach it's like people see what they want to see and insert their own reality and reject the real reality that is very true which is what I do with life normally but that's just me. Because, you know, reality is boring. And bacon is delicious. Damn right. All right. So I think we can all agree after this very unique conversation that there's a lot of toxicity. A lot of toxicity. And no matter what we talk about. I mean, we didn't even get into music. We could easily go into music and talk about all the fanboys and toxic and toxic toxic like nature of being a music fan. Anyone want to talk about the believers? <laughs> Justin Bieber's fan group, uh, the believers. Or what's another one? What's another good one? Sorry, I use good. You the Island Ooh. Boys, is there is there anything with those? <laughs> Jesus Christ, you had to mention them. Well, you had to mention this other stuff. I thought I should contribute to that. Okay, so yes, there is actually people that do enjoy the Island Boys. I don't know. just making fun of them. No, no, no. There's actual legit fans of the Island Boys. Like actual legit fans that send them fan mail that's not making. Okay, so the Island Boys are the like two brothers from Cuba. They, what's the best way to? Two guys from Florida just. Well, they're they're originally Cuba. It's about the same thing. They're originally from Cuba. They made it to America. They made it to Florida. Aspiring rapper. Yeah, go ahead and look it up. I'm not looking this up. No, I'm letting Sally do it. 
I mean, she already looked up 4chan, so there's no turning back now. <laughs> Look, the Island Boys, they're trying to be rappers. They looked normal. Now they have, like, weird... Oh, okay. I think I, I've seen pictures of them. I'll try to figure out yeah. these guys are that I've never seen in order. Yeah. They, 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 tattoos everywhere. They almost look like extremely skinnier versions of Little Wayne if he was younger. Just yeah, wilder hair. Millie Vanilli. <clears throat> Millie Vanilli and... Yeah, I, I've seen who they are. And now that I, now you said about the hair, so I was I like, okay, I know who they're talking Vanilli about. was two girls. I didn't know it was two dudes. <laughs> I was like, what? It's Millie Vanilli and Post Malone if they had a love child. Yeah, pretty much at this point. Just none of the talent. What hey, talent? Good point. Anyways, but yeah, there's actual fans of those two. Just like how there's fans of Jake and Logan Paul, which is odd to say. <laughs> But, yeah, they have an actual fan base that does listen to them. There are people that will actually listen to their mixtapes. And will actually eat Tide Pods doing it. They probably do. Well, think they do. Yeah, at this point. I mean, honestly. Now, don't get me wrong. The Island Boys, you know, they are out there. They're trying to get their name out there. But it's one of those things that their fan base is pretty toxic because they're highly protective of these two. So it's the whole you have to like them or else process. Exactly. Just like the Beliebers, just like the Hanson fans, <clears throat> people who still enjoy new kids on the block that are diehard hey fans. Hey now. You just got to hang in tough right there, man. Step You're right. by step. You're right. I got to do the right stuff, don't I? Yes, exactly. <laughs> But anyways, Backstreet Boy fans, like, you know, the list goes on because every band that you can mention, there are some, there's the hardcore fans that enjoy the music, and then those, then there are those that are like, you must listen to this song if you're an actual fan. And and again, that, that goes down to the, again, it's my, my thought process on is a lot of people who are like that. Aren't actually the fans. Those are the, the the uh, the clout people. The ones who are like, I'm a fan of them. So you, so you're <clears> going <throat> to listen because I'm a fan of them, and you're going to like them, right? Because I say I'm a fan. Just like those idiots that take a look at someone wearing a band shirt. Oh, you're a fan. Name three songs that aren't this, <laughs> this, and this. And then there's also those people who show up to concerts wearing the band shirt. Yeah. And then that's when you go, so are you that drunk? You can't tell where you're at? You have to look at the shirt? Oh, that's what I'm here to see. Exactly. Yep. That's what I always think whenever I see someone wearing the shirt. It's like, yep. <laughs> All right. So I think we can wrap this episode up tonight because... Island Boy style? Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm not singing <laughs> any... kicked off this podcast. Jesus Christ. No, no, no. I'm no. not Jesus Christ. I'm monkey. God damn it. Anyways... <laughs> I would like to <laughs> I would like to thank my special guest for tonight's roller coaster of an episode starting off with one of the OGs of geeking around the table the professor of all pokemon pokemat thank you for coming back onto the show thank you and thank you for putting and, me first and you know wow <laughs> surprisingly this is the most interactive he's been on one of our shows oh no 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 um the last geeking around the table that we did before the hiatus 
He was super interactive on that one. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Even he's questioning. <laughs> that was Team Pocket Rock. I miss those guys. So eventually I do want to get like a full-on OG geeking around the table episode. It's just a matter that I'm going to have to f- figure out another mic. Oh, yeah, I got another microphone in here, but I won't I be able to hook in here. Actually, people can share a microphone. I'm yeah. sure Spoinkle Bob and Baby Allie would share a microphone. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Geeking around the table ship. Spoinkle Bob and uh, Pokemon. They can have that mic I had last time. <laughs> he didn't even catch that. That's amazing. I don't even care. As long as I get the mic. <laughs> anyway. Wow. That could go so many ways. the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyways. And also. And this is why I'm not on Twitter. <laughs> not yet. No, I'm definitely going to be on Twitter. Uh, no. That is a toxic community. Yeah, Twitter is super toxic, honestly. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's bad. And also, I'd like to thank our special guest for making her return, Miss Sally Stitch. Thank you again for coming on to the show. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Then, of course, I have to give props to my best friend, my co-host, my hetero life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Monkey, for, of course, traversing the digital airwaves with me every Thursday night. Well, again, thank you for having me. And one of these days, I'm probably going to accidentally break this chair because I keep posing. And thankfully, you guys don't get to see me do my crazy poses because so stop you things wrong with me. No, no, the poses, the pros, like, you have to think, if we didn't have the poses, it wouldn't be Monkey. Now, granted, one day whenever I go on Twitch, we're going to have a camera right here and right here and right so, there. So There's going to be one right here looking straight at my stomach. Thanks. I'll be like, hello, Iron Monkey. Do the truffle shuffle. Do the truffle shuffle. No, I'm going to just like paint a face on my stomach and then move my <laughs> thing out to talk, you know? It'll be great. Wow. Pay no attention to the like foot-long scar on the side of my stomach from when I got attacked by Canadian ninjas. But yep, that was a time. Okay. Anyways, this has been another episode of Cheshire's Place, a looking glass and to logical madness. I have been your host, the melodious one, Mr. Cheshire. And just as my namesake, the Cheshire Cat, I am everywhere yet nowhere. Stay tuned for next week's two episodes. Have a wonderful night. I love you. <laughs>